Okay, we'll join right in Mintong. I don't hey, care. That sounds good. What, hey, what, what, what did you say? We'll do it live. Am I here? <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Culture Cast. We're doing something a little bit different. This is called Shorts. Um, we're going to do some shorter episodes. In this case, we're going to break down Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Chris, this was your idea. What's the intent here with Ahsoka? So the intent here, well, I, I can't speak of what the intent of Ahsoka is, but the shorts that we're doing. With the shorts. I'm... Give you a little something on Mondays to kind of break up the week, the, the gap between episodes. But also, um, that way we can talk about it as it's currently happening rather than looking back retroactively. Get a little more um, right on the money as opposed to... So, so heads up, there there are spoilers. Don't listen to this if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Just, you want it all they've, they've just released the first two episodes. We're releasing this on Monday right after that. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So all we got to hear is spoilers for, right. for Ahsoka. And this is not the music I intended. I'm sorry, Chris. This is something kind of cool. This is Anakin and Ahsoka's theme. Oh, that's cool, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's very fitting here. Um, and we're supposed to see him, too, I think, in this. Well, say, say again? A, at least a he's, voiceover. He's coming back. He's Who is? Hayden Christensen? Yeah. yeah he's in no, the, I know. I heard. Yeah. He's playing that, that, he's playing that like cool. 50, 52-year-old Padawan. <laughs> I think they're, they're uh, going to do Uncanny Valley on him and make him uh, I think, is, is what the idea So let, let's go around asking people how they think about this episode. <laughs> let's, this let's do it, because I already ruined this once here. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what you think? Uh, I, I Look, I'm going to go last. Uh, Chris, we'll start with you again. What did you think, buddy? Uh, I enjoyed it. And... and enjoyed it is it's not enough words there that i mean i'm not saying you don't you have to it's expand the, on it I'm so saying this is the, the first, words yeah. used are not enough so this, th this is you are going first then no 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 <laughs> I, i'm just i'm just i'm just adding on i'm confused <laughs> jamie what oh, do you think um outstanding outstanding yeah so here's Spleaky? my here's my issue tell us Spleaky. why the hell <laughs> did they not release something like this six years ago it's a good question or make all the shows this I mean, awesome amen I, the, this is they couldn't the this is the only answer i have the cgi was incredible the, the the writing was incredible the the cast was incredible and again we've been telling you since the 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 initial cast started the geek culture cast yeah that what is coming out in the star wars universe is directly related to rebels and clone wars right so if you haven't seen them, a lot of this isn't going to make sense. It looks really cool, you know. It it, so, it makes sense. We're introducing new characters, but actually, a, a lot of the context comes from the the rebels. So he's done a good job, and, and I'm going to say this: Who's he, Chris? Dave Filoni, yeah. Mr. Filoni, the yep. uh, the um, the heir to the uh, the Star Wars universe from George Lucas himself. Yeah, but uh, he he did do a good job with this in making it understandable for non-watchers yeah, and i can say that because my sons and i watched rebels my wife did not yeah she really enjoyed this and she i i asked her when it was done have you uh, did you follow everything are there things that and she said no i just assume anything that they're referring to that the characters clearly know each other and anything that they're referring to just happened in a cartoon she's watched the star wars before so she's just she's she hasn't seen rebels yeah but, but she, she lives with you yeah. So, well, but but I don't sit there kind and of talk to her. I don't, but I don't sit there and talk to her hey, on end about. Hey, let you me talk about, about Star this, Wars this, in your sleep, Chris. Hey, maybe, <laughs> well, maybe I do. <laughs> no, it's a it's a good point. I think to that point, I think um, especially with Ahsoka, uh, if you want to really enjoy the show, 
Go back and watch some. Yeah, of I think I think you can I, I, enjoy I, it without it, but you'll get a lot a, you more. Out of it. But you'll get yeah. a lot more out yeah. of it. If you es- especially yeah. when we're we're coming to the parts with her and Anakin. Yes, you know because there are some specific scenes that uh, that are presented within Rebels mm-hmm. that that show how they ended yeah. their, their relationship. Yeah, that got severed. You know, and it's really important that you see that and you see the Clone Wars. Or, yeah, the Clone Wars, yeah. especially the last four episodes. Oh, yeah. So, season Ed, seven. that's a great point. Even you see it in this first episode in her just mannerisms. I'll give you, like, when she, um, when uh, Huang, the uh, Yang, the uh, the robot asked her, well, how did you get, you know. You know who voices like that, by the way? No. David Tennant. Really? The Doctor, yeah, the Doctor Who. I, I, it took me a minute when I That's saw him in the credits. That's why that exactly. Familiar. Yeah, he did it in the series as well. Yeah, he did it in the in. So there were the a lot of there were a lot of I love a lot of robot. carryovers. Yeah. The uh, Clancy Brown voice loved the, uh, Clancy right. Brown in this. Yeah. Right. That's right. And he played as writer exact, of, yeah. Writer's Audio, yeah. I'm he sorry, Jamie. I completely oh, no, 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 didn't no, mean you to do derailed, that. Derailed, but it was a happy derail. Um, <laughs> so even when he, the robot asked her, how did he get, you know, this, how did she get the information of where the map was? And she's like, well, I didn't follow protocol. Like that was a, a, a hint back to her leaving the order. Like, yep. like you, yes. if you understand the story of what happened, yes. like that line hit you a little more when she was like, well, you know, I didn't use so Jedi protocol. This, <laughs> this thread, to your point, Jamie, is one of the major threads within the um, Skywalker storyline. Uh, it's the reason, in, in my opinion, it is the beginning of the unwinding of Anakin Skywalker and his fall to the dark side. This is the, this is the, the match that lights the fire yeah. that ends with him destroying everything. The Order, his relationship with um, uh, Padme, uh, his uh, mentorship with Obi-Wan. This is one of the things that really leads to to that eventuality and, a, and an integral piece. And I think it's very interesting to me that this piece, this whole thread uh, of story uh, didn't come from Lucas directly. It came from Filoni, and he really Filoni. fleshed out why we care about Anakin. Yeah. He's not a snotty punk kid in in the three so, prequels anymore. He's yeah, just fully fleshed out. Character. There was a publicity thing for this show where Filoni was talking about the creation of of Ahsoka. Yeah, and he had uh, the. Lucas, the only thing he really did is he said, "Let's give Anakin a Padawan." Yep. And he said, "Feloni was like Feloni was like I was the first one." It's like Anakin doesn't have a Padawan. That's long been established, right? And Lucas said, "There's a lot of years between that That's the right. Clone Wars happened." Right. Anakin had a Padawan. Yeah. He's like, "Well, what do you do when you when you have basically like the Godfather tell you this is going to happen?" Yeah. Right. Man, you roll with it. And you make it the best you can, and. And he nailed it. And dude. He nailed it. <laughs> well, nailed it. let me tell you something. He nailed it. Now he took a lot of shit in the beginning for Ahsoka. He did. He uh, did. did. Did any of you guys see the movie, the original Clone Wars movie, in the theaters? No, I did. I went to the theater and actually watched that on the. Well, you don't screen. have to throw that in our face. No, no, no. I'm not throwing it in your face. I'm saying, <laughs> not a lot of Star Wars fans did. Not a lot of yeah, Star Wars. It, fans it was a did. pretty big bomb in the theaters. It, it did. Yeah. It didn't do very well. Who um, set us up the bomb? I'm saying I'm a better uh-huh. person uh-huh. for having seen it in the theater than you personally, Ed. Okay. No, I'm But not. I did too. Um, no, no. It, yeah. And the reason I mention it is Bigger because you <laughs> that's the um, that's the storyline where they uh, present Ahsoka um, in the beginning. She's young and she's very mouthy. 
Um, she's like that smart-ass kid that you want to pop in the mouth, but you can't because her parents are your friends, and you don't want to kind of like get in the middle of that friendship. Yeah. But you should, you know? Um, when, when she first started, she was annoying. She was very annoying. Was and like, and, oh, man, and, and, and what's good. funny is... That was by design, yeah, right? Absolutely. Because when yeah. you see the what's the um the little shorts that they did, what's the name of the little shorts that they did with Ahsoka and um the shorts and the uh, Star Wars shorts, the Tales of the Jedi, Tales of the Jedi, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see that and how much of a prodigy she was, right. you start to understand why she was lippy, right? right? Like, cause right. She was like you, she was so good, she was just like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, the other, the, I think the other yeah. thing is when you see the Anakin at the end of Episode Two. He's still that whiny brat. You yes. know, the sin yeah. gets everywhere. Absolutely. And when you add this uh, this foil to that character where he now he's having to be the one teaching her, right? that explains how he's a lot more mature. mature. So it's not just the war that made him grow right. up, but it's also having to act in this master. And, and you under... Oh, I'm sorry, oh, no, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, and you start to understand how much he invested of himself yeah. in training her. Right. right. You know, yeah. the, the, the last part of the shorts, the Tales of the Jedi... When he puts her through that, you think, yeah. wow, why are you punishing her so much? Right. But you see that that was something that needed to happen. He, yeah. And you he see that in coming. this episode yeah. Yeah. or yeah. in this series yeah. so far. Absolutely. Like, wow. Totally. This yeah. was something that, that he needed to do and she needed to experience to become the type of badass that she is. Yeah. And you guys have known, we've had this conversation for a long time and you know how much I hated Anakin, right? Hated Kind of, I was like, I was like, I don't like this character. Yep. I don't understand. I do remember, yeah, w- what this whole brattiness is coming from. Right, and the introduction of Ahsoka and seeing how much he invested in her, and seeing how that relationship, like he wasn't, he was broken. He wasn't bratty. He was broken. That's right. Like at everything that he thought was important to him either left him or the council failed him. He was broken. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a. And it was like, okay, I get it. It's a special story it. for me because. Um, while it was science fiction or whatever, I grew up in a household that was very dysfunctional. And uh, as a young person, and even as an adult, I have some parts of me that were very broken as well. And it led to a lot of inertia and a lot of pain that didn't need to necessarily happen. And and when you uh, realize that not everybody grows up that way, (laughs) that that's not normal, it's very off-putting <laughs> because you figured out, oh, I'm the asshole in the room. I'm the guy that doesn't get how we act in 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 public and and uh, my own nonsense, my own past experiences has not prepared me to be the person I need to be. Well, to be fair, Dunk. Yeah. To be fair. Everybody experiences. That. Of course, and and uh, that was not so. This is just, this is on m- you. No, th- that was not just okay. my. My tale, singularly, I think right. this is an experience that we all, in one way or another, feel. But that's why this resonates, time to time. right? That's exactly. why this kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want you to deprecate yourself. No, 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 no. I, I feel you. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I was being very specific. I, I do mean this in a much more general way. And and you can feel all of that pain in Ahsoka. You can feel all of that story absolutely like right there at the beginning when you see this like is, her, how she be. I'm so glad you mentioned this, Jamie, because this is the number one thing that they have done so well in uh, Ahsoka stories in live action is they have added a weight to her character that um, should be there, A, because of all that she's been through. She is the tie that binds, if you think, yeah. through the prequels, yeah. 
through the Clone Wars, yep. and yep. now on to yep. the Rebellion. Yep. She is the that tie, mm-hmm. the connection between. And now we're getting into the New Republic era. And I loved some of the stuff that went down in the New Republic era in the legend stories, the books. Eddie, I know you read have read a lot of the books. I have as well. Um, those are gone now. They're not canon anymore. However, there's a lot of great stuff in those books that have been carried that over they've mined in, for, right, for the new right. stuff. Yeah. Into Ahsoka. I'll come back to that point. And later. and right. it, it it's it's made it that much better. But the the character in the Clone Wars is young. Yeah. She's brash. She's very carefree in a lot of ways. But she does she's very serious too. She knows what she's doing. She knows she's fighting a war, but she's learning throughout the series why, why. she's fighting. Mm-hmm. And she comes to find out that she's not fighting for the right stuff. And she walks away from the order. Well, she also is is framed for murder. Yeah, she, yes, she was. Yeah, and she saw that they weren't willing to stick with her. That's right. Uh, that's right. That, that's my they, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah the exactly. Jedi, the Jedi outcasted her. Basically. That's right. And then when they feel, oh, we're wrong, Yoda comes for her to her for forgiveness and tries to make things all better. And, and what she, she the, sees yeah. in that but, moment yeah. is the ultimate hubris of the Jedi Council, and that's the and thing. the order overall. Yoda comes. Not the council. Like That's not right. all the people That's that right. were beating on her. Yeah. Yoda comes yep. because he's like, dude. Mace Windu is pretty silent in that scene. Right, right, yeah. right. He's yeah. like, that, that, that's, it's on us. Yeah. No one else kind of brings in. When she sees that, she's like, okay, fuck you, fuck you, yep. fuck you. You're cool. Yeah. I'm, you, out. I'm out. Yep. Right? And just yep. gone. Like, yep. I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Think, think yeah. about it in her in her position. She's, she's like, okay, I could go back to right. everything I know. Right. However, all these people are going to look at me different. Right. And I don't. I didn't do anything for that. And I all I did was try to clear my name. So she she ends up not coming back to the council. But we do see in the end of Clone Wars that she, she comes back to help. She does come back to help end right. the war. Right. Well, she becomes what they call a white Jedi. Um, well, what the fans call a white Jedi. What the yeah. fans call a white Jedi. She's I not really that, a Jedi. Yeah. Um, she's she's one of those force users in the middle. However, she's a very 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 powerful. Middle force user, and you see that in like the beginning of like one of the coolest things was when she goes to look for the map. Yep, she, she opening scene, her yeah, her lightsabers. That was cool. Out. That was awesome. That was so cool. So cool. I, I'm, I'm telling you, everything about this series so just cool. So got series, my geek up so hard. Man. This series set up so cool. a lot of things. When we saw her in for the first time in live action in the Mandalorian, she's, it was epic. Right, she's there epic. to to get um, Morgan Elsbeth. Right. Who had this the Beskar uh, spear staff? Yeah, that yes. uh, that uh, Din Djarin ends up taking right, right, to have right, right. melted down so to become Gro- his armor, yeah, yeah, which yeah, turns yeah. into Grogu's armor. Yep. Right. But um, we uh, we find you know she's she she's not cut off from the Force, but she's on her own mission. She's not in this. She's not invested in rebuilding the Republic as a Jedi. She's, right. She's invested in. She's trying to find Ezra Bridger and. Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn, yeah. who we saw at the end of Rebels, were taken away by space whales. The whales, the, the, the same Pervio. whales that, the yeah, mm-hmm. that we see we see in the beginning of Mandalorian season three. Right. I, I want to stop yeah. us at this second, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm going to stop us, and I am going to interrupt you because I want to make a point. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to, but I am. Uh, let, but I'm not going to, but I am. Let me tell you something. All right, and I, I haven't done a rant in a long time, Eddie. I saw your eyes perk up, but I'm going to do a rant right now. If you're going to offer some kind of evaluation, extrapolation, conversation about any of my beloved Star Wars series, get the damn names right. And if you can't, do not bother me with your nonsense. 
I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy, Eddie. I'm going to explain what I mean. Please. There is a channel on the YouTubes. Uh-oh. Oh, Y'all always <laughs> tell me that I watch YouTubes. I don't do that. Y'all do. You watch YouTubes and you know it. There's a channel on the YouTubes called Screen Crush. And a guy on Screen Crush named Michael Airy, mm -hmm. and he's a host. Now, I thought that Michael was a fan, which he, he is kind of, but I thought he was a fan like we were. Like, he did this to really expand and enjoy and love the fan. I have now come to find out that he's a head. He's a talking head. He's an anchor like any other bleach blonde anchor out there. And this fool in the in the wraparound for Ahsoka season or episodes one and two called the Pergil. That is how we say it. How do we know how we say it? How do we know, Chris? How do we know how we say Pergil or anything in the Star Wars universe? Well, we see it on TV. That's right. Because we listen to the damn characters saying the words. This fool had not watched an episode of Rebels, and I know that because it called him Pergil. Pergil. I, I don't know why well, that pisses like, me off you know, so much, Duncan, it's like but I just want to strangle him. It's like the the gif and the gif, you know. It's not. It's yeah. not. And you know why it's <laughs> I mean, not? I'm just going to say. Because Pergil is canon mm -hmm. in the series. We know that because that's what they call it. I'm just saying gif and gif. You know? <laughs> well, but the creator. I don't, I don't say gif. <laughs> to be fair. It's my gif. To, to be fair. Yeah. The creator of the gif format, file format, even said it's pronounced gif. Thank not you, CeeLo Money. So it's the same kind of thing. The same kind of thing. I I get you, Dunk. I'm, um, I'm sorry I went off on a rant, but if you're gonna do it, do it right. Well, here here's my rant. That's also tell me also tell not me. as related. Your rants I, are like Hulk, like coming in and just you know breaking Hulk smash and yeah. But know. I saw an article that pissed me off. That, tell me that was in the L.A. Times on this YouTube? week. And uh, no, this one was in print. But oh, okay. uh, but it was in the L.A. Times, and it it was a ta talking after this these two episodes. This really shows um, that there can be strong, heroic women in Star Wars. And it was like, uh, yeah, There's Ed, the face, strong, the face I had women in Star since Wars 1977. Since 1977. Like, I, and I was break. like, so you talk about these authors that completely missed the mark. And number two, why do you have to spin this narrative and, and try and make this, oh, it's this... Ahsoka's this big feminist thing. Because it's got to be it a was never special. Ahsoka, yeah, I was like, this was what never... About, what about Leia? Well, that's well, the whole thing. I know. And there's literally... And you had I'm a adding whole, to your context, at, motherfucker. Yeah. Shut up. You had a whole trilogy around... If you're going to add, actually... Really the problem is there. all of the guff that people... And it's more recent, you know, recentism, right? Yeah. All of the guff that people give to Rey... Now they feel like they have to don't talk about my Ray. that argument yep. with see guys like you know well you and, can, and, but again the, the author I, go go look up go look, look it up on, sure. on it's on LA, the L A Times website but the whole point of this this uh, the, of what irritated me about it was like you're dealing these are not new characters nope the, all no, of right. these characters right. are at least nine years old right at least and right. so Ahsoka as a character is even older than that. Um, she's what, 15, 16 years old? Yeah, something like that. Um, so I mean, but that's not, my point. Yeah. My point is, you're you're you know not a fan of the stuff. You read the high level headlines, yeah. and you read that's what they're reacting yeah, to. Right, that's right. The article. It's not. Right. It's not a matter of oh, I know the history, so I'm writing. I'm like oh, I know what the the word on the street was about Ray. I didn't see any of the movies. Yeah. But now, see, look, I see all this backlash and all these. So I'm going to yeah. write this provocative article around. See, the, yeah. Let me besides, just so I can just throw my social my social right. I can wave justice flag, banner right. or whatever it's just on like, there. Calm like, down, get out of here. Calm, calm is the calm is really calm the down. headline that there are amazing women out in the world? Because I think we all know that. Well, and there are. <laughs> 
And in the Star Wars thing, it's like you, yeah. you just literally undermined the original OG Star Wars strong woman. Completely. By, Completely. by saying that. I mean, she like, was a princess and a general fool. Yeah, right. Wake up. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's it. That's it. I'm, okay, I'm we're, my soap we're, we're, we're done ranting. God, you are salty. Hey, but you, you know what? You way. know what? You know what? I'm not salty <laughs> about. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually get us talking about the show. Yeah. The first things that jumped out at me about this was the music. The music yes. is epic. While not well for me, the music didn't even have to be epic. epic no. But a big gripe that I brought up when we talked about Obi Wan. Yep. Is the music did not feel cinematic. Yep. This music felt. John like William the moment S. that was going on in, yeah. at that moment. There was yeah. a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was highlighted by a lot of strings instruments, which right. is something John Williams does a lot in the Star Wars show. Yeah. The Star Wars soundtracks he's done. Um, and the other thing that this had was the wipes, the scene wipes. Yes. And right. you well, saw that through how did, the, uh, how did it start off? How did it start how, how did Ahsoka start off? With, with the, the red, red well, with the red crawl. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. It didn't have the to first be one yeah, that and, I've right. seen do yeah. that. It didn't have to be long. It it's just a specific yeah. crawl that felt right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It it yeah. gave us right. something familiar yet totally different. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So we had that and then um, you know, the 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 this it starts off there were a lot of parallel the other thing he did was uh, uh Dave Filoni did was a lot of weird not weird. Uh, parallels with the original Star Wars. Right. Yes. So this starts off with a pan from space down, and yep. we see instead of the bottom of a ship, meaning the Star Destroyer, right. we're we're seeing the, the top, top, and it's right. of the prison okay. ship, right? Yeah. Transporting Morgan Elspeth, and we're going to see her being broken out by these two. This people. is really good. But uh, I mean, what an intro! Holy yeah. moly! It's Filoni. This is this is his baby, and he finally gets to make a, a feature, and it shows Star Wars yeah. uh, a show, and it does show. It's it was exceptional. Um, an- another thing about the music that I really liked is uh, on the first episode, there's a scene with Sabine riding her speeder, yeah. and uh, they're playing rock and roll. <laughs> that and was, it's that was so fitting and awesome. That was the one thing that took me out of it a little bit. Okay, I, I, now, I, I want to talk about I was hoping you would say that because I want to talk about that because somebody else was complaining about rock and roll well, they're in canon. Star Wars. That band that's playing is that's canon. That's exactly Wars, right. That's exactly right. Why are they canon? I don't remember. It's Jabba's band, band exactly. from right. his palace, mm-hmm. and they did a rock. Oh, the Max Rebo? The, and yep. they did a rock song. In Jabba's palace as well, in the redone. I remember that they did the ride. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah. that. I just I didn't know that that was actually his. Oh, they were, I, just I, I read were, some stories this week about fans up in arms. There was rock music in Star. How dare there be a rock band in Star I, Wars? I, I, it's weird. I interpreted that one scene with uh, with Sabine on the bike as you know where she's a little. It gave me a lot of um, vibes of the the early J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah, where Kirk steals the car oh, right. or the, and the bike or whatever. And it's, yeah. Yeah, 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 Beastie Boys playing. And, yeah. You got the future uh, Federation cops chasing him, and in this and that case, Corvette, you have those, that old yeah. school Corvette. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's basically what the, that reminded me of a little bit. Was almost a call to that, which I mean, is a call to a lot of like, where's the rebellious? Yeah, well, uh, just, where's that rebellious artistic? I just uh, love it. She's yeah. very All punk right. rock yeah. in this, and I, I you know, that you feel was, it. That in, scene in that. was really good too. Number one, like it was so faithful to Lothal and what it looked like. Oh man, like in the Rebel. Oh my god, that gosh. was the same scene that Ezra was riding when uh, Kanan was going after him. That's right. Um, yeah, that, like it was very just. You, True they, to like, they pan yeah, down from really the good. ship and that you see Lothal for the first time, and this is years after the Battle of Lothal. The city is gleaming again. Yeah. It's bigger. bigger it's yeah. more uh, uh, beautiful and amazing. And I just thought, oh man, he he's really done it this he's time. Done. He's really going to take us back yeah. to that Rebels era, and that's 
really, really difficult to do if you think about it, because we're talking about an animated series. Right. We're also talking about an animated series that was not done with the same level of craftsmanship as the Clone Wars. They had dumbed down. This is one of your yeah, complaints about Rebels. Rebels started yeah. off is they as, dumbed yeah. down because this is a post Disney acquisition, and it was designed really more for the youth. And you see that in season right. one. Yes. To be yes. fair, with, yes, you with do. Rebels, yes, you, you do. see the stories, and then they re- you can really see where they ratchet up the creativity. Right. That's right. Got a lot more when you learn who Fulcrum was. Really and, tie uh, you yeah. into the storyline, and, and really starts world building uh, from from that point on. And and he just keeps doing it in this one as well. So and, uh, I, I think the thing that sucked me in with this right away is there's a, for the first time in a long time in Star Wars, there's a feeling of a big threat. Yes. Um, you know, and, and if you look at right. the original trilogy, it was always the Empire. The prequels to me succeeded because there was this threat that we knew Underline what was going to happen. Threat, that, that yeah. But, yeah. but it's like we knew what was going to happen. Right. And in this thing, we finally established like, hey, Thrawn is alive. Yep. We know he's alive. Yep. We know he's out there. We know he's uh, basically, in, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting, is a whole separate galaxy. Right. Then, right. Uh, so it's not just the lo- that galaxy a long time ago. You know, no, it's it's another whole, it's I, a whole I, other I galaxy. I definitely appreciated that piece with the star map because you understand now the breadth of the Perguilds and how they travel the entire universe and how like much access they have. And when you watched them... Um, uh, kind of when the star map was unlocked and you see how far she was like with uh, this is our galaxy and then the big thing opens up yeah. you see how far away it's like this is where you know he is and you realize the Burgo took him like light years yeah, away yeah, like, yeah. totally different it was so cool not, again, not just that but what has happened to Ezra since then you know yeah. he was on the he was on the bridge yeah of Thrawn's he and Thrawn, yeah, of that of the you Star know? Destroyer, yeah, when it got, yeah. When it got grabbed and, by the uh, and So you know that's very interesting as well. When we when we start to talk about Thrawn, and we haven't seen him uh, at this point in the right. series yet, but when we start to talk about him, this is where the Rebels stuff really starts to pay off, right? Yeah, uh, Chris alluded to something when we were first talking about that, and that is that what what they've done is they've taken a lot of that stuff from Legends. And they have, they have brought it across and made it canon now in w- with Rebels and that story. There are a lot of elements of the book, Heir to the Empire, that have made it into this story. Well, that's the point I wanted to bring up. Yeah. They actually, Filoni and the team consulted with Timothy Zahn. Awesome. They actually you had conversations tell. with him because they're like, Thrawn is his thing. We want to yeah. make sure we get this right. You know what really tripped me up, Jamie? It's been so long since I read Heir to the Empire. Literally 20 plus years since I've read Heir to the Empire. I had completely forgotten that the little gray tracker monkey alien that they had in Rebels was in the book. With the book, right. I had totally forgotten that he was in the book. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. He was in that. And um, they, they, so, so, I mean, that's just another piece of that puzzle that they brought across. Brought across. And, And look, they did that. Filoni did that. Because Filoni, in particular, loves <coughs> Star Wars fans. Yeah. Because they didn't have to do any of they didn't that. Have to do any of it. They had, uh, Disney wiped Legends away. All of that great storytelling is gone uh, for canon. And the fact that that team took all of that and brought it back, man, I, it just makes the show that much better. So the other thing I think that this series has introduced us to, and I just love, is Ray Stevenson as Balin's oh. soul. 
Holy moly. What a horrible, sad situation. Horribly sad that he passed away before he could even see the reception to this show. He is such an awesome bad guy, man. Dude, he had, uh, just seeing him step off the ship, uh, you know, in the the intro. Yeah. And... It's like, well, you've got all that right, but we're not Jedi. Right. You know? That's right. the thing that kind of pissed me off, and not not because the story was bad. It was written so well. Like, oh, how do you – who let someone on their prison ship yeah. who says they're Jedi? And it's an old code. I'm so like, glad you bring like, this up. Dude. I'm so glad you bring this dude. up because this is a key point of the new republic. It is. Yeah. It's like everyone has so forgotten they like, think they have that won level this of war. power right. and yeah. that's arrogance yep. of like they didn't say, "Oh, we got this code from, you know, we're not Jedi, but it's a Jedi code because we had to ki- yeah. we found the ship." Or I'm going to call exactly. them on their bluff. Right. They said they were Jedi right. and you were like, "I'm going to call them on their bluff." I was like, "Oh, this is going to Yep. This is yeah. gonna be a we're gonna, gonna see some dead people here. <laughs> right. What a presence he is! Yeah. It's I mean, he so when good. He, you see him in that robe, it's it like, holy moly, so man! This guy screams. And good I'll tell you what set. actually makes him even more menacing is how menacing his Padawan is. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's, she's no joke yeah. either. Yeah. She she you can tell that she's got some, yeah. and and I don't know, I don't think they're full dark side users. Oh no! I don't think they're fallen Jedi. I think they are mercenaries that happen right, to right. Yeah, they're operating it as to be well. Yeah. We've, we've learned Jedi that we've learned that he was he survived Order Sixty Six. Right, he was right. Jedi. Yeah, right. We don't know yeah. her backstory yet. Right, he made that. Uh, he's not totally dark side either. I thought he's not. Well, he's not dark side. Yeah, they you call see him that. dark Jedi because he's like in that whole. Okay, I survived, so now I have to do what I have to. I'm going to do whatever I, yeah. in the world, right? So not a typically Sith, what we but what we a dark call Jedi, that I guess you would in, call, yeah. in like uh, the the role playing game world or whatever for Star Wars, that would be a Force acolyte or a fallen Jedi. Right, right, right. Not, See, I like that not better a, than gray Jedi. Think, yeah, yeah, right, right. I, I think that's a fan. I think yeah. that. yeah. they're either Sith or they're on their way to become Sith. They may be. They're, they're operating in the same format. You know, uh, master with his uh, side. Well, but we've got that other, that Inquisitor-like dude that, in the mix, you're, too. You're right. He's an Inquisitor. But Inquisitors broke that. They, they're always too that anyway. Rule. When you introduce them, when Disney introduced them to canon, that was because they were not a part right. of the original. They broke the master-apprentice thing with that well, regardless. I, I think it's a paradigm, right? Like, So when you look at that line of you have Jedi over here and Seth, uh, Sith over here, you have... Dark Jedi, which Balin and his his uh, I don't think they're kind of Sith, and then you have Inquisitors who are actually moving into that Sith role. I think yep. Balin and them are purely mercenaries. I think they're yeah. in that same kind of vein that um, uh, Kanan Jarrus was in, but further on this paradigm, he was. Well, this is what's a, really, right, really cool right. about the story. That's right. Yeah. Who and then he decided to kind of. But he clearly has a, right. a, a nostalgia for the Jedi because right. when the right. discussion came around killing Ahsoka in, in Episode Two, he'd be ashamed to kill her because there's so few Jedi left. Yep. And people you know. don't understand how powerful that was because he looked at. He was like, it does, Morgan was like, "Is this sentiment?" And he looked at her and smiled and said, "Yes." Yeah. And that was him saying. The Jedi were wrong for not embracing emotion. Right. Yes, yeah. I am proud of having an emotion. Right. And that makes me not a Jedi. Oh, that's a good I am call going out. To yeah, yeah. He looked at her and smirked. And yeah. Said, yeah, that is sentiment. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you how much I love yeah. this series in the two episodes we've seen. I, I love it so much. I haven't even really dug in and know and feel 
what I really like or dislike about the dark. I've I've been so geeked out on the right, the right, main right, 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 cast. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. even really processed my feelings about other than they're cool, you know, about these dark Jedi right. and or or whatever they are and and, and their motivations. My, my gripe, my my little only gripe, and this isn't even really with those characters, but it's a Disney thing that they yeah. started in the new trilogy. Right. Is I I'm just a I'm a purist with the hey, it's green and blue, or it's red. And the purple, purple, the purple was a very, very unique one-off yeah. thing. We don't need double-bladed purple lightsaber. It's purple we don't need yellow, like right. rain or yellow lightsaber. And but the, I, these guys with their orange. I, I yeah, know what I was going to had yellow even before that. I, 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 That's true. I, I think the orange is intentional in this story. Oh, I absolutely, th- I absolutely it is. It's yeah. not red because they're not Sith. That's why I well, said they're yeah. not Sith because it's not red. They're yeah, like I agree with you. No, I I agree with a, you too. They're they're in the middle. I'm just yeah. more of a Lucas purist. No, when it comes to this. Totally and Lucas's understand. thing totally was man, it's green. You're, you get green or blue if you're a good guy. You get red if you're bad. But it's not it's not Lucas's story. No, I know. but but and I feel you, Chris. But but to that point. He was making a a style choice, not a not a lore choice when he when he does well, that. And in the prequels, no, no, he, yeah. he he was very clearly saying, uh, "Good guys wear white hats, bad guys wear black right. hats." Well, and right. Filoni, yeah. and Filoni's filling in the gaps. No, 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 no I, I, he put up the here are your ends, and now Filoni's like, "Okay, here's a well, I, yeah, so Chris, there, and you're wrong because of <laughs> right. <laughs> here's why you're wrong, buddy. So there's a there's a making. Chris, if there's you could a, get on our viewpoint, that'd be really it'd be really, a, good. it'd be really great. Never. <laughs> there's a there's a making of it uh, in the prequels where uh, where Lucas was talking to Samuel L. Jackson, and it it was actually right before they filmed the scene with um the the droids coming in. Oh, in right the, on, right, the, yeah, 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 and uh. Uh, Mace uh, and Mace Windu. Uh, Samuel Jackson had asked George Lucas, and it's all on. I mean, it's on. It's on the yeah, YouTube's we've, if we've you want to see it. it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah where he says, you know, hey, what 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 color is my lightsaber? He goes, well, you can be green or blue. And he's like, well, why? And he goes, well, then Lucas said because good guys get green or blue, and bad guys get red. Yeah. Well, how about a purple? And that made Lucas. He stops and he th- says, you might get a purple one. We'll see. You know, right. But I, you know, I I thought it's like. That that was a unique thing. Uh, this sure. is just a personal aesthetic. It's not sure. Right, it's right, not right, even yeah, not with this show. It's right. Star Wars as a whole and what, right. where it's moving. I I'm not a fan of that. I like the <clears throat> traditional lines in the sand when it comes to lightsaber. But again, don't take that away. Balin Skull was so freaking cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I mean, probably my uh, just and again just the sheer presence he emits on a screen. Yeah. Like commands you to like look at you know, like holy crap, man. Yeah. Agreed. I listen to what this dude did you say. agreed when when. Back in 1983, when we waited in line to go watch uh, Return of the Jedi, and we sat in the full theater as kids with all the other fans, and we watched it go up, did you ever go home and, and think, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what the New Republic was like. I wonder how that worked. Because this no. was before any of the books or whatever. No, because the, the original trilogy and what made it, this is, this is, uh, this is man, there's a whole, and we've probably talked about this even in the yeah. past. To me, the original trilogy, without all the special editions, yeah. there's that. And a self-contained thing, and it's a fairy tale. Yeah, and it ends with happily ever after, and that's it. And you don't need to know anything else. It was so perfectly contained. And then when they start, when they made prequels and they made all this other stuff, it became its own monster. But in my mind, I almost think of it as its own separate thing from that original Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back and Return. That's of the very Jedi. interesting. I'm Let, different there. Because, oh, I am too. Right? Yeah. yeah. So Good. I, when I originally saw them, I did think I would be cool to see. What it looked like when there was a lot of Jedi, because you know when exactly when when, when exactly. Obi Wan was talking about, we talked about yeah. the, the grime of the yeah. original yep. 
there was this thought in my head. I never thought they would do it. Right. But there was this thought in my head of, oh, it'd be cool to see what they look like at their height. Right, like, like right. This, they looked cool. Like, yeah. I, I would like to see more people like Obi-Wan. This and is we, didn't even, awesome. we, we didn't even see him at the height. We saw him at the right. fall. At yeah. the fall, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, but, but nowhere in my head did I think we would ever get this. Like, I didn't think we, they would ever tell us. I felt that yeah. way about the Clone Wars because yeah. they threw that's a throwaway line in the in episode uh, four. Uh, the Clone Wars, I thought, oh, I'd love to know about the Clone Wars. And then the Mandalorians, I thought, oh, I'd love to know what a Mandalorian is. Why, what, what's that they all about? They seem cool. Right, yeah, yeah, Because there was no, there was, yeah, we there was nothing the, else. Yeah, and in the uh, 90s, you know, we had to rely on the books for all that stuff. That's right. Uh, right. Then the books True. came out, and then True. we and the started, books started to get some yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, of course, they wiped yeah. all that out. Oh, and, that's, <laughs> and that's coming back to your point about them bringing Thrawn in. Yes. Yeah. You know, hey, they they mined some of the most popular stuff and made it fit. No, well, it's a, good story it's, it's a failing of the sequels because they... They really blew their wad with Thrawn. Um, and let me explain what I mean. Thrawn is the heir to the Empire. Yes. He's the bad guy. He's the guy that takes over for the Emperor. To bring the Emperor back is weak sauce, in my opinion. Looking at looking at it now, you know, looking back on it all now. Eddie, what do you think? About what? Any of it. About Ahsoka. Uh, no, I mean it was okay. What do you mean it was okay? No, I mean it was by okay. I mean fucking great. <laughs> <clears throat> you know the things that y'all been talking about. The, the um, for for me, initially, and it's probably going to increase over time as as it comes out. But my We're only two episodes in. Yeah, my my excitement about this show, while the the story is nice, while the cinematography is good, while the <clears throat> the presentation of the film is fantastic. I love the reunion, you know, and, yes. and the tie back to Rebels. That's very I mean, cool. Yeah, I, I got super excited when I started seeing the the, the actors. And, yep, and Me the too. characters, and I'm like, wow, they did a really good job. It's a great Sabine. point, man. Yeah, you know, she's got longer hair, and she looks. I mean, she's older, obviously. Yeah. Then when I saw Hera, I was like, oh crap! Hera. They went there. Hera. Yeah. yeah, that Hera oh. was Hera. I, you know, but you know yeah. what? You know who whose wife she is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. McGregor's. Yeah, 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 McGregor. Yeah. 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 So the thing with Hera, and this was going to be my my watermark of whether I really liked the the Hera yeah. character the way they did her in the new one, was her Leku. Yeah. Uh, right. Th- there's a very distinctive pattern on the Leku in yeah. Rebels, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see that in the live action, right. and damn if it wasn't there. Yep. There. And I got a little disappointed because when they first started showing the publicity shots of the show and they showed Mary Elizabeth Winstead in her makeup. They they didn't do the eyes or she had her contacts out or something. And right. I'm like, I had to actually go back to Rebels and see what her eye color was because I didn't it didn't look brown to me. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, are they are they not doing this right? Okay. It was just a publicity no, right, shot. I right, right, know right. better. Yeah, yeah, but, have to, yeah. but you know, uh, seen seen Ghost, the ghost. Yeah. Um seen Chopper. When you I know. when she <clears throat> turns <clears throat> around <clears throat> and <clears throat> you know that's that's uh, Filoni, right? Yep. Yeah. When um she turns around and walks into the room where Ahsoka is coming off the ship, and you see the Spectre symbol on the back of her jacket, her flight jacket. Yeah. I got chills. Yep. I just thought that is the co- and you see um Sabine's rebel patch yep. on her arm, and it just took me right back there, yep. man. And I just and that's only a couple of years ago, but I just yeah. have such a warm spot in my heart for rebels, man. It is did, such a great show. Did it give you chi- when when Sabine was standing there and you said, Hey, look, she has long hair. Yeah. 
when she cut her hair oh, man. like Kanan cut his when he made the Amazing. choice to fully Amazing. go back to being a Jedi. Yep. And you realize that that Sabine was making that same choice. Yeah. And she oh, Yeah. She brings out her vibroblade and, and cuts it all that off. Vibroblade and just Barry. Oh, oh, and they that, had the sound. That's why I, the music and the sound, yeah. the sound of the vibrobrate yeah. going through her hair yep. was precise. It's you know, such yep. a samurai oh, George dude. Lucas moment. It was so it's, cool. Her it's interesting. We, we go her, back oh. to, to our previous oh. discussions over yeah. time, whether it's Star Wars or Star Trek or whatever. Um, yeah. And Chris and I, specifically Chris, yeah. has com- continuously talked about how the music aligns or should align with yep. the, with the narrative. Yep. Right. And in many situations we when we talk about it, we're like, yeah, it didn't work for me because the music really didn't enunciate the importance of the scene mm-hmm. or it really didn't highlight the, you know, the eventuality or, or whatever. Um and this one does. Yeah. This, this is, I didn't I mean, realize how important it was to me until we started having these conversations. I, yeah, I didn't either. And I didn't also. I couldn't put my I, finger on I it. I didn't look for it until we yeah. started. Until Chris mm-hmm. started mentioning that yeah. stuff. And Chris musician. Um, and, and so I think he listens to this maybe more than I would, certainly. Um, but when they start with the music and, and Hera's theme starts playing when, she, when we see her for the first time. And that's straight from Rebels. And I'm just I'm just getting those old Rebels feelings. I think one of the things that you have to understand if you haven't watched Rebels yet is if you are a fan that would go and watch an animated show like that, um, and and cast off that it's for kids, cast off that it's a Disney show. Just just watch the show. I I think what you'll find is when you get to those last three episodes, those final episodes of that show you start to figure out how much that show and those characters mean to you as a human being. As a as yeah. a bit of lore, as a bit of story, as a bit of Star Wars, which I absolutely adore Star Wars, more than any other sci-fi out there, those episodes, very much in line with the, the last episodes of The Clone Wars, they have, they have heft, they have weight, there are implications to the actions that those characters take that affect not only the the crew of the ghost, but the actual entire right. universe right. Of, of Star Wars that they're trying to tell. So one of it's the things, awesome. So there's a lot of um, some people were you know on the YouTube's out there in the yep. space, yep, upset because. Um, Sabine got you know stabbed with the the lightsaber and so why right? why but give me a break. The reason why I bring that up is because one of the things that was so cool to me and the reason why she had long hair and all sorts of stuff like that. Not only has she turned away from like the whole Jedi life, she turned away from being a, a Mandalorian. Yep, yep. And the fact that she got stabbed was a not only a hey I'm not good enough as a Jedi but I I'm, I'm not even a Mandalorian. Right. And her laying down her armor like in front of yeah. her before she cuts her hair off yeah. like that commitment of not only I'm going to be a Jedi but I'm going to be a Mandalorian. I'm going to go back to where I was. That's right. That's yep. right. And laying out that Beskar in that whole samurai cut. Oh dude. You you I think that was so good. That what what is really clever that Filoni did was he lays the the framework at the end of Rebels for this Sabine character. Right. So the Sabine character that we see at the beginning of Ahsoka, the the foundation is laid at the end of Rebels, right. and you can see that she is going to be alone. Right. That she is going to not right. do um, 
what we would typically think she would she do, which would be maybe go back home, go join her clan, right? Go do something like that, right? And and the heft of Ezra's loss, right? You finally figure out, oh, they were very close, right? They they, they were mm-hmm. somewhat in love with one another, even if it's just a sibling right. love. There, there, there's a deep connection there, and it affects her tremendously. And then we get to Ahsoka, and we find out that not only did it affect her, it ruined her relationship with Ahsoka, who Ezra told Sabine, hey, there's more in this for you. I right. need you to do, to do X, Y, and Z. Right. But we don't figure out, we don't know what X, Y, and Z is. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Now we know. Now yeah. we know that the idea was, I want you to be a Jedi, and I want you to train with Ahsoka, and and here we are. And did, did it surprise you when you saw that Sabine was a Force wielder? No. And that she studied under Ahsoka and that there was some... The studying under Ahsoka surprised me. The fact that she was a Force user did not surprise me. Yeah. She did wield the Darksaber, right. and she was able to do something that Din Djarin was not, and that was she was able to control the dark side too. Right. Yeah, she figured that out. And and, she, they, and if you think about it, she had already trained with the Jedi. And they even talked about that um, with um, Hyong when she they were when she was in the hospital and she was talking about how she wasn't a good Jedi. And he was like, "Yeah, you weren't that good." Right. Because I got there are right. many Padawan who are better than yeah. you. Yeah. And she was like, "Thanks." And he was like, "Stop wasting your time." That was his point of telling her. That it's not about you being them. It's about you being you. Right. So you not you're not gonna be you're not a force user like them. That's not what made you a Jedi. What well, made you a Jedi is your commitment. So you need to figure out who you are and go be that. Go we, be you. Do we know how many Jedi there were after the Mandalorian? After the Mandalore? Do we know how many other Mandalorian Jedi there were? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't yeah. think there were any. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Mandalore and the Jedi were always adversarial. There was always this this adversity between those two groups, and you see that in Sabine in these opening scenes. You do, uh, where she doesn't really know where to go. She yeah. doesn't really know where her home is. Yeah. It adds so much depth it does. to her character it and this overall story. It does. And I'm talking about episode doggone one. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Just episode started. one. Just started. Yeah. Episode one ends off with Sabine getting stabbed, like we said, from um, the Padawan. The, the, the Padawan. Um, she doesn't, however, get killed by the Padawan. Right. And that's another clue that the Padawan is not a full dark side user, which I thought was interesting as right. well. Right. Because uh, Force users know how to kill. Right. Right. Because people yeah. were upset. They were like, well, why did uh, Qui-Gon get killed by uh, Darth Maul? Because this Shin isn't Darth Maul. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Darth Maul was consumed by hate. Right. That's his uh, character, his defining characteristic. An actual dark, yeah. you know, yeah. force user. Right. right. Yeah, you can tell Shin, it was, she's still amateur. She was better than, right. than, than Rin. But look, Sabine was good. Yeah. Yes. She held her Absolutely. own for the most part, but it was just like. She's a great warrior right. just as a Mandalorian. But, but it also shows that she she didn't stay for her for the She study. didn't stay exactly. Yeah. Nor did right. she practice afterwards. No, no you're exactly. absolutely right. So yep. I mean, and you can Great see point. that in the fight. One was more um, practiced and, right. and sharp. Yes, and and she she was trying to keep up. Yeah, she was trying to keep up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we, why was she stabbed? Well, she was stabbed because she just couldn't wield right. the same way. Right. The other um, thing. Yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say the other thing I thought was interesting about the show as a whole. Speaking of force, was Morgan Elsbeth is a 
Knight, uh, Knight, Knight Witch, sister yeah. from, from, from Death Mirror. Yeah. Huge yep. connection. Yeah. That's I right. love them going back yeah. to that, yeah, too. I mean, they yeah. brought all that. the rebel kind yeah. of love that. Yeah. You know, uh, um, well, artifacts the, and whatnot. The, the back sisters from Death Mirror is actually another thing from the. the can't the legends thing yeah. that was actually right uh, yeah, right the, uh courtship, courtship of princess, princess leia, leia. Yep. great book amazing book yeah well yeah. the Absolutely. sisters are the ones who brought darth maul back back right? that's yeah. right so, well darth you know, maul is born of mother yeah. yeah. that's right yeah he is yeah he yeah. is and so is, was his brother right and, and, right know, the only right. difference was his brother yeah. wasn't sensitive to the force and they forced they forced it on him. pun intended yeah or unintended they made him a monster yeah they right. turned him into that savage right. opera and yeah the emperor right. uh yeah, quickly hands him to hands him his ass yeah savage was kind of chill he was he didn't really want to be a warmonger or anything like that he, he was and then he was a badass until he actually met somebody who was a real knew badass. What, actually <laughs> knew what to do with yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i think this thing the the first two episodes um set up a lot of threads that i'm very curious to uh to see where we're going with yeah um, yeah so yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see where this and I, I said when we recorded the indie show and we talked about hey what are we looking forward to out of this i said even if the graphics suck i just really want to know where they're going with the story yeah and i think they've man. set so up, they, they have both of those set so, that up. so twilex yeah um how do they age I mean, slower than humans. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was twenty-eight-ish years. That's right. After you know the the um, Anakin Darth Vader thing, right? When she was already fifteen, sixteen. 17. So we we know this because um, Hera's father, um, um, Cham Syndulla, he fought in the Clone Wars um, for the Twilight Home right. World, um, and he's also in in Rebels as well. We see him in yep. Rebels as well. Uh, and he hasn't aged much at all in, in between. Right. So, a question I have is, uh, where's Jason? Because at this point, remember, Jason is I was, is wondering, their, that, is I was wondering that, too. So, yeah. Hera and, and um, Kanan, you know, had a, had a That's kid. Right. That's right. That's right. That's the end of the... the I would be interested to know where Jason is. I, I think we're going to find out uh, at some point. I would be interested to know as well. Um, I think um, the first two episodes were were a primer. Right. We got to get you into the story. We got to tell you who these characters are and and what they're doing. I think we'll definitely see um, those things, you know, kind of come to fruition as the the series goes on. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. One thing, just episode two, um, like the fights between the Inquisitor and when they get down to the planet and they realize that, you know, they're... Their empire people still. You're talking about when they're on the Corellia, right? On Corellia, and they're trying to get that hyperdrive off. Yeah. Um, the fight between uh, the Inquisitor and, and Ahsoka, Ahsoka, I thought was really, really interesting. Because um, it shows some of her vulnerabilities. It stuff. shows some of her vulnerabilities, and it does show that it's like, hey, if if Shin, who was the apprentice, went there by herself, Ahsoka would have mopped the floor with her. Right. But, like there was someone there else there who you know was formidable to kind of fight. The, I think I, I, it was cool. I, thought, I, I think that's interesting cool. that you bring that up because yeah. I think uh, honestly, of all the force users at this time in the world, in, in the universe or the galaxy rather, um, Ahsoka's got to be one of the top. There. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, gotta you be. know, perhaps even more gotta than Luke be. Skywalker. And that's the reason why I find that fight that, that was interesting. You know? She yeah. was trained by Anakin. She was, exactly. She, she, she was out, trained by she the finest Jedi to hold a lightsaber, and right? She worked with some of the best. You know, right. Obi-Wan, Yoda. Right. In a war. Anakin, in a war. In a mace. Yeah. All of them, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, and it was really um, Anakin's tutelage that that really enabled her to to grow even you know farther mm-hmm. further and i think it's one of the things holding her back now i think she's upset that she is not the teacher that she wants to be to sabine 
I think she's upset so, so, that she walked away from that relationship. Well, not only that, but she didn't know how to separate the mentor she that she had. That's yeah. right. And the the aftermath, like, why did he turn? Yeah. What happened? Right. Am I going to do the same yeah. thing? Right. Am I going to inflict pain upon others? How do I, you know? It's very interesting. Yeah. There's a subtlety, though, the few, her strength and the force, though, that I thought was great was with that scene when the Inquisitor recalled his double lightsaber after <laughs> throwing it at her, and she just right. she casually just, and she steps aside. aside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. Casually stepped aside. Not so I thought cool. Cool. Same yeah. thing, yeah. Who do you think the Inquisitor is? I, I man, I have no idea. There's some speculation. It's the reason I asked the question. What are the speculations? I haven't read any of that yet. Speculation, if it's true, is really interesting. There's talk. well, he's he's really thin. He is very thin. He, but lo- he looks like a robot. I thought he was a. a yeah, he's not. Uh, there's talk that it's um, uh, Vader's apprentice uh, from Force Awakens, Star Killer. Oh, Star Killer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I I think it's a fan theory, and I don't think it's oh, much sure, to sure, that. Sure. But Sam Witwer's credit does appear in the credits. I'd almost, uh, I would I'm, almost. I'm not kidding. Go look at it. I had to check it out. Too. I would almost find it more interesting if that was if the Inquisitor was Ezra Bridger personally. That's who I was thinking. I was thinking Ezra was the uh, Inquisitor. That would be, that would be a leap. I think. Well, the, the whole thing of the Inquisitors to me is a leap that I, I don't like the Inquisitors as a whole. I think there's I think the whole concept of well, the reason I say that is because I, I really feel at the end of Rebels, Ezra Bidger is a is a gem. Oh, he was a he was I mean, a hero. But well, we I, don't know what happened to him. I, I, no, feel, I feel I mean, like he's done a, his trial yeah. and he's a full Jedi is what I'm well, saying. What I'm what I'm thinking along with Chris is that this is um this is a Bucky Barnes moment within Star Wars. Oh. You know, where he somehow got transitioned and somebody's going to force him out of it. Oh, maybe. Uh, that's it. That's yeah. a I mean, sweet storytelling. He was, he was against is, Thrawn, and who knows what Thrawn was doing. Thrawn uh, is a genie. Completely agreed. You know? Completely agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah. yeah they, were, they were basically stuck in the, this other galaxy. I mean, you have Together, to think for a while. Right, for, yeah. Uh, Rebels ends what three years before a year before the Battle of Yavin. Battle of Yavin. Yep, yep. yep. And three then years that before. that whole time per- frame was what five years for the original trilogy, That's right. something yep. like that. That's and right. then this and is five years after Return right. of the Jedi. That's right. Yeah, so you're looking at 16, 16, years 16 after. this so or so yeah. years out. Who knows? It, it, it's a qu- it's a big a question mark. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but it's just interesting to think about, yeah. and hypothesize about. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's yeah, point, oh, we obviously, will. Well, they. Who did you say his name was? Sam Whitworth. Yeah, he's the voice actor. He did Maul. Yeah. He he yeah. was Darth Maul, and he's done uh, some of the motion capture Star for Maul Killers. too. He's done all of that. Yeah, because he's a he's a he's a athletic karate guy, isn't he? Oh, he is. Th- no, Park you're Park thinking Park. of um, you're thinking about Ray Park. Ray Park, Park. Yeah, it, Ray, Park Sam- Ray Park played him in Phantom Menace, and then did the motion capture for the last four Clone Wars. Do you know who oh, the seventh sister was? But Sam Whitworth voiced him voiced in the Clone Wars since the get go. Yeah, he I'm the, getting to mix yeah, up. You're yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He voiced. What were you saying? No, do do you know who voiced um? Uh, in Rebels, shoot, the se- one of the Seventh Sisters. Uh, it was uh, Sarah Michelle. Gellar. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I yeah, yeah, no yeah, idea. yeah. No idea. Oh yeah, I remember was. that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because her her old man was in the was the lead character. Yeah, Canon Jarrus, Freddie yeah. Prince, Freddie Prince. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to this show. Me too. I, this, uh, me too, me. even though I'm not auto renewing my Disney Plus subscription, <laughs> I'm sticking by that. Damn it! How are you um, watching it? Huh? How are you, well, we oh, still have Disney because oh, we auto we auto renew. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've, I've had Disney Plus since the onset. Yeah. And, okay, uh, so it auto renews in October. So oh, right. You told me that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not auto renewing it, but I am gonna. I mean, they're gonna get my money through this show well, at least because this I'll show is just something else. 
Well, that's going to do it for the short. I think we've hit the first two episodes pretty good. Um, we did a, we did an hour. It's a little shorter than our regular cast. Not yeah. necessarily too short, but uh, we'll put this one out as well. I know. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the conversation. We enjoyed the conversation ourselves and watching the series. Um, but definitely more to come as more we go with Ahsoka. Cannot wait. New series. Thanks, boys. Good talking to you. Thank you for listening to us. This is the Geek Culture Cast Shorts. 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 We'll see you next time. Whatever. <laughs>